Hi, Beth. Hey, Beth. Your Abby, dear Kiki. Desperate housewives. Doesn't want to marry you. Love you like I love you. Don't talk to yourself. Cheers, Beth. Cheers. Ill advised. This is ill advised. Hey, Bips. Hello. Hello and welcome. Welcome to Illinois. The podcast where two best friends tell you what to do when someone else already has. Like your best friend's sister. And not her baby daddy. Hmm. Fuck them. We ain't got time for that shit. <laughs> got time for our own baby daddy. <laughs> oh, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, welcome. You're in for a world of hurt. I agree. Your brain's just going to be like, huh? Because <laughs> that's what we do all the time. Oh, yes, I also agree with that. I'm, I'm, and I'm out of witticisms. I like that word, witticisms. And banter. I'm out of all of it. <laughs> that, yeah, right. It, I'm, I putting my, I putting myself, <laughs> I putting myself on the spot. So I putting myself. How you doing, Biff? Uh, I'm doing good. I just had my little baby girl's fourth birthday party. My queenie. I know. Ugh, she's too old. I know. Can you get her to slow down? I tell her every day and she says no. Do they have like Super Mario anti-mushrooms? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess I'm not out of witticisms. <laughs> I don't do uh, So bittersweet. Oh. I know. How you doing? I'm hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of children. I, what do you mean? Oh, oh, right. Mm-hmm. I have something to tell you. I don't remember what it is. Actually, it's, I don't know if this is podcast worthy, but humor me anyway. Can't wait. Um, it's one of those, we ended up telling Colin the story last night. And when he came back from his trip and we were both like, this is one of those things where you probably just had to be there. Oh, yeah. Because I texted you right from the grocery store where mm-hmm. it happened literally seconds after. Yeah. But we are in the grocery store going through the wine section to pick up wine for, for dinner last night. And um, Wyatt is like reading all of these, you know, silently in his head, reading like all these different signs for the wines. But then the one thing he decides to read out loud is yummy bush. <laughs> Bush. He goes, yummy bush, huh? <laughs> so I'm like, what? I start laughing too. And I look at him. I'm like, you know, why Adam? And he's like, what? And I'm like, yummy bush. He's like, blush. I meant blush. He's like, I'm laughing at myself because I said bush instead of blush. I was like, yeah, that's why you're laughing at yourself. He's like, dad, you have the dirtiest mind ever. But that he knows this shit. Right. You know what I mean? We were playing Cards Against Humanity last night. The absurd box. Oh, and yes. it was absolutely absurd. Oh None of it made any sense to me. But the amount of times that my kid said pussy, I hate that oh. word. <laughs> I hate that oh. word so much. Yeah. It's such an ugly it word. Really it's like for people with wet, moist, damp, like that kind of thing. Yeah. That's the P U S Y to me. Yeah. And the the amount of times he had to say it because of those cards <laughs> was just so offensive. I can't wait to play cards that card game with him. Yeah, he's he's a good time. But other than that, I'm good. I'm just like living my life day by day, trying not to hold myself underwater. Mm. You know. I want to put a foot on my own head while I'm swimming. (laughs) 
acknowledgement is the first step. Yeah. So cheers to that. Wine. Yeah. Right. I love a good segue. This week we have A de Arinzano, a Spanish wine. It's a rosé from 2020, Propriedad de Arinzano, product of Spain. There you go. Oh, okay. In case you didn't know. Delightful, vibrant, and elegant, this wine will take summer to the next level. Its pale color, citrus notes, and fun style make it the perfect companion for the season. Ah, the Arinzano. Drink responsibly. <laughs> so, rosé all day? Rosé all day. Cheers. Ooh. This is very nice. I like it's it. It's got Sauvignon vibes. Lemony. That's citrusy. Number two? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I'm getting Pinot Grigio vibes. Yep, that was alcohol. Yeah. Number three. Okay. Booze. Yeah, that's all you taste. <laughs> I'm getting like a mix between Sauvignon Blanc and Pinot Grigio, like that brightness of a Sauvignon, but that finish of a Pinot Grigio. You know how that Pinot Grigio comes in? It's like smooth, but then once it goes down, you've, you're left with that kind of, it's like a slightly bitter note in the back of your mouth. Mm, okay. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. This isn't wine terminology at all. This is best friends talking. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that foot at the end of the sip. <laughs> I've never tasted foot. Oh. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it tastes just like the feet that stomped on those grapes. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Oh, I and the butter, bo- butter. The bottle is super cute. It is super cute. I would bring it to all my summer parties. Yeah, I would drink this at all my summer parties. It's cute too. It's not like that like deep rosé that looks like it's going to make you want to like kill yourself from the sweetness. Yeah, it you is know like what a I mean? peachy. It's peachy. It's cute. It's it cute. It's like a wedding color. Oh. <laughs> you see it? Dang. See what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's like a nude pink. <laughs> That's actually a great description. Is it? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I say at least four. Oh, yeah. Easily. Mm-hmm. You got questions this week, my Beth? I got questions. We are going back to Beth's favorite urban diplomat. Ah, the rural Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. Yes, it has. I don't know when the last time was that we read from this column. I think it was in our 50s. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, damn. We're just aging backwards because we're in our 30s now. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah doggy <laughs> thank you for saying that <laughs> what is that from one of those movies is it like uh, american like pie yeah. movie fuck yeah doggy stifler stifler is it i fucking knew it yeah fuck yeah doggy fuck yeah doggy so we're going back to 2015 damn that's a long time ago dear urban diplomat what should i do about my neighbor's foul mouth kid backhand that bit <laughs> the parent or the child <laughs> uh, I, I mean dealer's choice <laughs> uh my nine-year-old attends the same school as our neighbor's daughter and our families share carpooling duties i've begun to notice lately that the other girl is a troublemaker she's started to swear in the car and behave like a bully and I'm concerned her brattiness might rub off on my daughter. 
because of our work hours, my husband and I can't call off the carpooling deal. What should we do? Carpool trouble syndrome. Wow. So you want your cake and then you want to eat it too. Really? Well, I'm not saying that they're entitled, but they're like, it feels like they're in a position where they've got a way. Oh, we want to continue carpooling. Right. But But we don't want our kid to turn into a little shit. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, is there, I'm I'm wondering if there's anyone pulling rank in this car with this child. Like, please watch your mouth. Like, you know, when you're carpooling, you're taking responsibility for this kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if it's about setting it straight, am I talking out of my ass right now? Like when you're in the car with, with your kids, like it's on you as the driver or the adult in charge. Like these kids are your responsibility. So talking to them while these things are going on, first of all, would be like my first instinct or my first step be like, okay, relax. Like we don't need to, like, we don't talk like that. We don't talk like that. Or, you know, we can use other words, but then bringing it to the parents is another one that has to be there. I didn't hear that, right? Like that hasn't been something that they've brought to the parents. To... No, they haven't. They didn't talk about anything that they may have tried or not tried. Yeah, it's time to talk to the parents. It seems like you're ready to like kick a kid out of carpool when you haven't even exhausted all your options. Yeah. Like talk to the kid. Talk Make sure the, the parents, parents know that you talk to the kid. Yeah. Right? Because as a parent, I would like to know that my, my kid was sternly spoken to. Yeah. Right. And also I would like to know my child's behavior. Right. When I'm not around. Yeah. And then like, take it from there. Yes. This carpool thing is fantastic and it's wonderful. And if you need to make it work, then you need to work with the parties. Yeah. I think that's similar to like a sleepover. If your child is having a friend sleepover and the friend is, you know, Mm -hmm. being abnormally belligerent or whatever yeah and kids are easily excitable it's totally fine to be like this isn't how we operate in our home right you know what i mean right we learned real french learn (laughs) 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 let the parents know like hey i did talk to sally yeah i almost feel like this question's like it came in like ready to like cut people (laughs) (laughs) we're not even trying a b or c we're going right to d we're going right to z like forget (laughs) it yeah, I I think we're in agreement here. Yeah, shall we? Here we shall. Peer behavior can be wildly contagious, so try a two-pronged intervention. First, crack down on the passenger profanity when you hear it and explain that cussing and bullying aren't cool. Then, phone up the parents. Or better yet, invite them over for a drink and a chat. Don't be judgy. Do be specific. Ideally, they'll acknowledge that they've already glimpsed their little deposit in action and assure you they're on the case. More likely, they'll take offense and suggest you're overreacting. If things don't change and your daughter starts to mimic your backseat deviant, find a new family to carpool with. Convenience be damned. I feel like I could be the suburban bureaucrat. (laughs) 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 yes that was your exact answer (laughs) i feel like i need to write for this canadian column right canadian toronto yes yes next (laughs) that was fun i feel like i have credentials or something (laughs) like a back 
a backstage pass to, <laughs> to give advice on a I mean, publication. At this point, we might as well. Why aren't we syndicated, Tamit? <laughs> <laughs> this is from 2016. Dear Urban Diplomat, can I give my Uber driver a one star rating if he annoys me? <laughs> <laughs> I really want to know what right? he's doing to annoy you. But hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's take, let's just guess. How could your Uber driver annoy you? Talking. Talking. The whole ride. Existing. Like trying to make conversation. Right. When it's very clear that like, I don't want to. Like if I could wear a COVID mask right now, I would. <laughs> <laughs> That's one. But you know what? That's you or and me music, too. music if they like... See, when Just I drove for Uber. Like general background music. But like if you are playing your preference. Right. You know what I mean? Your personal playlist. Mm-hmm. That's probably annoying for some people. I always went neutral when I drove yeah. Uber. I started with like, I had news radio on. And I'd be like, is there anything that you'd like to listen to? I feel like that's a very appropriate question. Because I wanted all the stars. Yes. Right. And I would gauge the situation. You know, if they came into my car talking and being very open, then I engaged. Mm -hmm. But if they came into my car and it seemed like, you know, rough day or long day or a day. Yep. They're quiet. They're not initiating conversation. Then I just, I'll take you to the airport with my mouth shut. Yeah. I think all Uber drivers need to be like you. So I'm wondering how they annoyed them. Do you have a boyfriend? I bet it's talking. Are you pretty? you are you pretty <laughs> that was a terrible question are you pretty <laughs> i don't know bitch am i you're about to get one star <laughs> you're hot you're about to get one star <laughs> when uber drivers end a ride by saying i'll give you five stars if you give me five stars i automatically give them a one i can't stand that comment it's like a server demanding a big tip at the end of a meal. Mm. Last time I delivered a single star, though, my friend ripped into me for being cruel. Who's right? And what's the etiquette when it comes to rating Uber drivers? Star Wars. Star Wars? <laughs> yes, one star, two star. Oh, did you just come up with that or yeah, is that written That's there? signed. I was signed like, what, what nerd fucking wrote this column? <laughs> <laughs> so... It's not even anything other than the. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. What? That was it. That was all of it. When an Uber driver ends the ride by saying, "I'll give you five stars if you give me five stars," this person automatically goes and gives you one. <laughs> that was I'm not the gonna lie, Biff. For a second, annoyed. I thought you read the response. That's how confused I am. I thought I was at first, also, but that's nope. Last time I delivered a single star, though, my friend ripped into me for being cruel. Who's right? And what's the etiquette when it comes to rating Uber drivers? Uber drivers everywhere, please don't crucify me. But I think that this is up to your own personal experience. Just like at a restaurant. I don't want to be crucified by Uber drivers everywhere. But Well, this you is, were Uber drivers, so you get want, some... Yeah. Some, First of all what a dick to be like i'll give you five stars like it's i'll show you mine if you show me yours like fuck (laughs) you like i don't think so for our us non-uber drivers what exactly is the star rating do i don't remember it's been a long time i think that a it's a way for uber to gauge who their employees are 
mm-hmm. right? Consumer customer satisfaction. Mm-hmm. And the other, because I think they can bump you for certain ratings, but it's also like to make the person comfortable who's selecting the ride. Like if this person has two stars, like why? Yeah, that's I'm going to cancel this. Right. You know what I mean? So that's, it's kind of like, it's an incentive. You have five stars. People aren't going to cancel on you. You're going to be bringing in money okay. for you and for the company. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, so there, it's an incentive for both sides of it. But I think that this is a, a preference thing. This is one of those, like, unfortunately, you could say one thing that's off base and can get a one star rating. Right. And, and it's not off base culturally, but to that person who's having a bad day, it's soft base. Mm-hmm. I think you need to, you know, base it off your own experience and maybe not tell your friends how you, it sounds like you were gloating about an Uber driver <laughs> that you yeah, were maybe. very proud to give a one star to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, why would I, I wouldn't go out of my way to be like, Biff, I gave an Uber driver one star because they asked me to give them five. <laughs> I might say that to you, actually. I wouldn't like, but would you like this dude really just told me to give him five stars. So I went in and gave him one. Like that's something I would say to you. Yeah, you're right. This now that you put it in Biff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, I, it, it, I'm just trying to think about it from both sides of it. And really it's about your experience. Just like if you encounter like a shit server, you're going to tip them based on your experience to me. The baseline should always be 20%. I was going to say, there's a baseline. And then if it's a really great right. service. Right. Yeah. And just like the other night, me and Wyatt went out to eat, and I think I gave them almost 30%. Mm-hmm. You know, they were a great server, and they got us out of there quickly so we could make our escape room. <laughs> Hell yeah. So you're our best friend. Right. You know, but there have been those servers where I'm like, I realize you're making $2 an hour to, what is it? In Massachusetts, 230 or something like that. 275. I was going to say 275. So, yeah. And then you're trying to make a living wage. Like, I never blame the food on the server. Let Thank me put you. that out there. Ever. To all of waitresses and servers. Yeah. Thank the, you. The food is not. It's not our fault. Yeah. The food's not on them. <laughs> They're literally taking it from one place and putting it somewhere else. Yes. Or even if there was one time at this restaurant that Wyatt and I went to, we got one of our pizzas comped because there was literally the longest hair I've ever seen in my life in it. Mm. Nope, that was a different place. This one was our pizza wasn't fully cooked. Oh. It was very doughy inside. Which very obviously not your server's right. fault. And they went and they took it and they brought us a new pizza. They comped the pizza. Mm-hmm. They gave us a $20 gift card, which Wyatt and I just used. Perfect. <laughs> and we were all blown away. But we, we're like, you know, we're not regulars, but we're there it's, fairly often. It's also all about how you handle it. Yeah. If you're like, um, excuse me, like, this is inedible. This isn't even cooked. Like, yep. look at this. Would you just look at it? Right. You know what I mean? Then mm-hmm. our servers are like, oh, my fucking God. Well, we were like, can you give us the full bill so we can tip you appropriately? Yes, that is. That's what we asked for. Like, what would this have note. been? Listeners what would this have been? Note. Because literally you went out of your way. Right. Went it wasn't way out of your way. It wasn't their fault. Right. And shit happens. I'm a cook too. So I guess maybe that's where I understand it. That's true. Shit just happens. But we're getting way off base. Yes, we are. If your stars <laughs> aren't cooked thoroughly through. <laughs> no, I, I just think it's it's all based on experience. I don't think there is a right or a wrong. If if that was 
for you a shitty experience, I mean, I disagree, but I'm not you, then give them a one. Fine, whatever. Whatever makes you feel better. But if your experience otherwise was positive, maybe you should have maybe settled for a three. So is it... But that driver's shitty for saying that. I'm going to also put that out there. Yeah, I was going to say I did kind of like that comparison of like, that's like a server, you know, asking for like a big tip. Yeah. Like, that's weird. You don't do that. Yeah. I'll bring you the best pizza out there if you give me 25%. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. That's, it is strange to do. In my experience, I don't rate you unless it was like really great. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If it was like exceptional. Yeah. But I think Which that's is weird too, because like, in our society, we really only hear about the bad, right? Yeah, that's true. So I actually like that you do that because I do the same thing. Yeah. I don't Call, think about, I let Colin do the negative stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Great. You're turning Colin into the Karen. I didn't have to turn him into anything. <laughs> That is a great response. I never, I never, <laughs> ever expect anyone to do the opposite make of what I do. Anybody do what they do not want I am to a, do. I am so at peace with that. <laughs> Rachel would be proud. <laughs> response, Beth. Yeah. It's okay to be peeved, but keep it in perspective. Expressing your irritation through a one star rating, to borrow your analogy, isn't the same as stiffing a server on her tip. It's telling her manager she's spitting your fish tacos. Uber is cagey about the specifics of its secretive star system. Holy schmoly, that was Hello, <laughs> Sally sells seashells by <laughs> <Yes>. the seashore. <laughs> but according to internet scuttlebutt, a driver can get suspended or even banned if his average rating dips below 4.6. In other words, stars are serious business. A subpar rating could cost an Uber cabbie his job. Next time a driver asks to star swap, politely tell him you'll rate him fairly. Dock him a notch if you must but save the one-star salute for the tailgating, law-breaking maniac who deserves it. Yes, I agree. I didn't know about the 4.6. Yeah. I I had a 4.9 rating. I lost that 0.1 because my phone shut off, and I didn't know why, and it was because the AC was blowing right on it. Oh, no. So I got lost. Oh, no. And, of course, I was sweating more than the passenger was. (laughs) sorry. That's okay, right here. It's fine. I'm like, okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> Next. Okay. Hello, Beth. Uh-oh. Also 2016. Dear Urban Diplomat, how do I make peace with my Google results? Huh? <laughs> yeah. You search again. <laughs> you use you, new keywords. You use new words. Quotation marks do a Boolean search. Um, <laughs> need I say more? I recently finished my master's and started applying for jobs. There's just one thing standing in my way. An extremely unfortunate rap video <laughs> I made as a joke in high school. It's one of the top results when you Google my name. (laughs) I worry the clip will stimmy my chances at employment, but 
but I can't get access to my YouTube account or the email associated with it to delete the travesty. What should I do? Signed, search and destroy. <laughs> <laughs> search and destroy. <laughs> that is the best sign off. I, oh my God. I wish actually that I could go back to all of our episodes and find out which ones I've said that to so I can evaluate all of our best yeah. sign offs. But I think that one might be my favorite in good. context. It is good. So thank you for writing to your local human resources department. <laughs> <laughs> And also somebody who is looking for a job and has this podcast. <laughs> wow. So inclusive work practices, right? Mm-hmm. Hiring practices. It's not a good idea for an employer to Google, in my opinion, an employee. Because a personal... Okay. If you're hiring a C-suite executive, CEO, CFO, CEO, all that shit, Mm -hmm. like maybe it's a good idea because that is the public image of the employer and the employee, Mm -hmm. right? Especially if you're like a Fortune 500 company. Right. But if you're hiring an employee who's like middle management or below, like it doesn't really make a difference in your representation. Like someone's personal life is no indicator of their performance. But somebody who's like, you know. The face of your company. Oh, like a face of your company, A. And B, somebody who is like, who's blatantly out there spreading disinformation or just acting like a complete yeah, idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in a C-suite position, that makes a difference. Yeah. You know, you don't want someone who's unprofessional outside of work. It comes back to bite you everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> not just the ass if you have a ball sack it's gonna hurt so so, but i think good human resources practices is like i i know personally when i've hired people i don't google them i don't look for them you know at all it just doesn't it doesn't make a difference to me what you do in your personal life now i'm applying for jobs i've changed my name on all social media i've made sure that if you google me first and last name not that you can't find me because the last thing I need is for Brofia Vergara or ill-advised the podcast <laughs> to stop me because I express like open-minded opinions here. So is there any, um, I don't know if laws is the right word, but are businesses allowed to do that? Mm-hmm. To like search our social media. There's actually no law that says that they can't because they can do a background check and that's technically covered under that. A background check, I can understand, but like going through my Facebook and being mm-hmm. like, oh my God, she's posting pictures, drinking and doing these things. Like that's not somebody I want working for me. Well, I, I want to say that like if the employer is taking that action, you don't want to work for them anyway. True, but you don't want to like, but yes, I think it's but for it's, the public it's being legal. really mm-hmm. okay, yeah, it's not illegal, rather. Well, yeah, I guess not illegal, but like, but I think it should be frowned upon. Well, that, uh, yeah, I guess that's kind of what I was more I, asking, th- I, is that, like, I believe it should be. It's not inclusive workplace practice because what are we looking for? Are we looking for someone who drinks? Are we looking for someone on drugs? Are we looking for someone who tweets an opinion? 
that is no indicator of how they're going to perform to your standard or your mission. Right. That's why you have interviews. Right. That's why you have a screening process. I feel like it's very normal to have your a life, professional life. To have a life. And then, yes. Exactly. And then your own life. Yeah. I realize that life is very public right now. You know what I mean? This is the time where things are like, you know, like for us, for example, like we're on a podcast. We're waiting for people to search and listen and like us. Right. You know, also rate, listen, and subscribe. It helps our numbers. <laughs> but search us. Search us. <laughs> uh, but I just the- didn't know if there was any type of like, you didn't hire me because you went on my Facebook and saw me having posting pictures yeah there's no real recourse there if a lawyer does take it on you know they're like really optimistic yeah but i don't think there's any recourse there my my advice to this person is you don't want to work for them anyway and also if they can see the timestamp on that yeah you know what i mean very good point yeah and third Try everything in your power to recover that password if it's really worrying you because peace of mind is everything. And I'm I'm speaking from somebody who worries about whether or not I tweezed the right eyebrow hair. Yep. Eyebrow? Eyebrow hair? Eyebrow? Is the hair eyebrow or eyebrow hair? <laughs> fucking want to punch you. Eyebrow follicle? Just keep talking. Whatever. I'm, listen, I can you read the response if you don't have any input? Well, I just... I'm well that's why I asked if like cuz I'm so not okay if they fucking facebook me they're not going to find anything like, on you like they literally won't find a thing on you they literally won't find a thing on you but I also don't like live my life based off of like oh my god what if yeah you know what I mean I'm just not I don't think about that shit. I know. For me, it was different because I was You're actively, right. Well, not just that. Like, I could go work for a public agency, no problem. But because I was a public employee at one point, that was my biggest concern, especially when we started this podcast. That's what I'm saying. It was, like, relevant for you. For me, it was like, if I communicate the wrong ideas as somebody who's representing a municipality, for example, like, you know, that's my job on the line. But... As a public employee in a corporation who's, you know, mm-hmm. international, what are my fucking points of view matter in Pakistan or China or Argentina or England? Maybe locally, but if your majority yeah. of your business is international, what is your basis for not, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Someone's personal life is no indication of their work performance. I, I super agree. I am absolutely 100% organized in my professional life. In my personal life, I am ADD. I am in the middle of washing dishes and I remember that I left a cup mm-hmm. upstairs and I go upstairs to get and the cup and I realize I didn't make bed. the bed. Yep. <laughs> yep. Thank you so much. <laughs> yep. Yep. But you also are very... I will get to those dishes. You by the make way. <laughs> the like. Okay, this is something that could potentially, kind of, bleed into my professional life. Mm-hmm. So let me, be aware of that. Yeah, but when you're young and dumb, like forgive yourself. You know, also, forgive I wish yourself. I knew this person's name. So. I did. T- I really. 
if you're listening, please rap to us. <laughs> S- write us a whole rap and send it to illadvisedthepodcast at gmail.com. Sadly for you, the platitude nothing lasts forever is as obsolete as Windows 95. <laughs> <laughs> what? There's no surefire way to make this go away, but there are a few things you can try. First, report the clip to YouTube on the grounds that it invades your privacy. Next, bury that sucker as far down in the search results as possible. Comment on news articles using your real name. Sign up for every LinkedIn knockoff your pesky 8th grade classmates keep inviting you to. Sure. And link your, hopefully less questionable, social media accounts to each other to trick the Google bots into listing them first. If a would-be employer unearths your star turn away and brings it up in an interview, be honest. Express your regret, explain that you've tried to take it down, and don't be afraid to poke a little fun at yourself, provided your sense of humor has evolved since high school. Please stay (laughs) professional. (laughs) Since high school. That was it? Yeah. I like that response. Yeah. It's okay. I I wish we were actually responding to an employer just been like stop googling people stop it's doing nothing for you you might be missing out on somebody who's you know gonna take your company public who's yeah, gonna look fucking at like if you <laughs> google shorty <laughs> you would never know she was a nurse you'd be like i don't want that your bitch taking care of right. me right and she turns out she's your best worker ever right otherwise you're gonna find videos of like you know beep beep those curse um, words. Those were okay. I that was, was like, talking. Was that was that a Jerry Springer episode <laughs> with Shorty on it? Yeah. Oh my god! Or like right there. Don't fucking touch me. <laughs> don't fucking touch I'm me. I'm not even gonna say. Nope. It. Don't say it. <laughs> oh. uh, but yeah. <sighs> yeah. I'm with you, Biff. Biff. Next. Okay. Still in 2016. I love this throwback to seven years ago makes me feel complete so weird shit was good back then Mm, i'm gonna read the question (laughs) thank you (laughs) you saw my face right (laughs) dear urban diplomat how do i get my girlfriend to remove her controversial bumper sticker with goo gone you just when she's sleeping you go (laughs) and you take the goo gone and you rub it on the sticker (laughs) Our car has been pretty seriously vandalized twice in the few weeks since my girlfriend stuck a pro-choice sticker on the bumper. I'm all for free speech, and we agree on the issue, but I don't want our ride to get keyed every weekend. How can I convince her not to use our car as a soapbox? Signed, Sticker Shock. So, romantic girlfriend. Yes, I'm assuming. Or girlfriend that lives with you and you both bought a car together. What's the difference? Like friend friends versus oh, yeah, no, I would but like girlfriends. I'm assuming relationship. Either way, girlfriend. like they share a car is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Okay. Because at first I was like, oh, your your friend oh, like or your, your friend, neighbor's car girlfriend. is yeah, getting yeah, vandalized yeah. because you're a bumper sticker. And I'm like, wrong car. <laughs> You know, our car has been pretty seriously vandalized. Okay. Pro-choice sticker. 
So I'm going to assume they live in a conservative area. Pro-choice, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah? I feel like the... If they're being vandalized because of... If they think they're being vandalized for that, they must know that they live in a conservative area. Unless there's that one neighbor. That one... Right. You know what I mean? How do you convince her? You don't. Are you really going to step back on what you believe in? I understand. Let me preface. Let me start my response with like, I understand. I I think I would weigh that also personally. Like, what do we need to take that down to save our car? But think about if you just had a cute little rainbow flag. Yeah. Just a cute little small rainbow flag on your car mm-hmm. and your car got well that i think that's why i'm saying like i understand like your concern take off no me that that's that's how my response started like no don't like don't start um questioning or pulling back on your integrity right your personal views your Mm -hmm. beliefs because someone doesn't agree with them that's like that's just not how this is done in this country clearly (laughs) Yes. Right. Watch the news. Yes. But also if it's costing you money yeah. and repairs. That's and, the other part of it too. Right. Your car is being vandalized. If you have called your insurance company each time this has happened, you've paid a deductible, first of all. Mm. Right. So like it's costing you money, but it's also going to cost your rates to go up. I honestly think finish out your lease if you can and find somewhere else new to live. That's a little bit more accepting. Would you and Colin do that? Oh, yes. You know me and Colin would do that. But I also know that's not reality for a lot of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think that's a reality for a lot of people. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually torn on this because I understand where this person's coming from. I understand that. But I also like don't want to stop who I am to appease people. Yeah, I think I'm pretty torn also. But to answer the question, how do I convince my girlfriend to remove it? Maybe let her know. Yeah, that's how I'm going to go with it. I'm going to respond to the question and not my beliefs. Okay, go. I fucking hate my life. Why? (laughs) you? I I love everything you just said. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, I think to respond to your question... If, if that's your concern, you know, talk to your girlfriend and explain to her, oh, damn. It just hit me that I just assumed that the writer was a female. Oh, see, I think opposite. I think it's a boyfriend writing about his girlfriend's car. I literally thought it was a girlfriend writing about her girlfriend, her best friend. And then I flipped it when you talked. When you talked. About you and Colin. When you read about it, I flipped it and thought like, Oh, not girlfriend, best friend, girlfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. A woman wrote this in regardless. Oh. And I should be ashamed of myself. <laughs> I should be ashamed of myself. So what would change for you if it was just, oh my God, my girlfriend, she's, you know, her car, whatever, whatever. Or I'm a male and this is my relationship girlfriend. None of that would change. I just, it just hit me in the face that I made an assumption. Oh, well, it doesn't make a difference for your answer? No. Oh, well, then what is your deal? It just hit me. That's all. It slapped me. <laughs> but if it 
makes like a, no difference. Like fucking freshly sliced bologna just slapped me across the face. I'm pretty torn with this one. I'm not, I have my beliefs. Mm-hmm. I have my things that. Well, I think for you, you have like, I, I think that personally, actually, can I tell you what I think about you? Please do. Okay. You're 20, a bitch. No, <laughs> just kidding. No, I tell think. Tell me something I don't know about I think me. that you are a pro-choice person, but I think personally for you, you are pro-life. Yeah. That's my thoughts on you. Absolutely. I think that you're like, do what works for I you. I fully believe we yeah. all get to make our own fucking decisions. But this is what works for me. My personal feelings, beliefs, thoughts, mm-hmm. anything. I do not think. I've also, gr- thankfully, have never been in a position where I've had to mm-hmm. weigh these options. Yep. Um, but for me, I just, not something I'm, I mean, I can't even say that, but yes, my instinct is your feeling. Yeah, is like if I am. So I am very. If I am, or if there was a possibility for me to conceive, or if I am, or if I have conceived, this is my option. option. But for you, I feel like. But if you were my best friend and said, "Hey, I think I'm pregnant, and I don't know what to do," Mm -hmm. I'm not going to sit here and try to convince you. Well, you're going to keep it, right? right? Right. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to feel any single way other than i love you and support you period this is the difference this is the fucking difference of somebody who feels that their fucking beliefs are right or wrong this is the fucking difference like we would all just fucking get along if we were just like do what works for you right you're allowed to are you fucking kidding me before this turns into a political podcast (laughs) yes so what i do what fucking works for you and shut the fuck up and be happy (laughs) like fuck off right that's why i'm like so i have my own personal feelings and beliefs that there's some that i'm not open to changing or whatever but I'm also not out here wearing t-shirts mm-hmm. and having bumper stickers and telling everybody I know, this is my thoughts, this is my feelings, this is my beliefs. Mm-hmm. If conversation comes up, that's different. Mm-hmm. But in general, I'm not, yes, this is how I feel and believe, but you are welcome to feel and believe how you want to. So I don't. Can I just say for not, the record too, that I never, I've never known you to be like, my belief is right. I've never known you to be that way. Yeah, I don't think I feel that way. You're like, my belief is for me. Yeah. For you, it's different. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. My belief for me is this. Yeah. Like, you've never condemned anyone for their own belief, for what they feel is right. You're just like, okay, how can I support you? Yeah. So, like, just kudos. Well, thank you. That's it. Thank you. Because, like, if that's important. I think this is how... I think it does make a big difference. This is how the left like, and we right, can, like, We can me. coexist. Right. Even though you believe this and I believe this. Right. Like, this is for me, but for you, like, how can I support you and what you believe in? Yeah. You know what I mean? Without compromising my own. Yeah. Like, it's not your body that somebody else is pregnant. Right. So how can you support them? You're obviously not going to compromise yourself because you're not pregnant. Right. (laughs) You know, like, sorry, I just had to say that. That's so important, I feel like, as humans to understand each other and to coexist. Yeah, that's how you coexist. It's like, it's just fucking compassion. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Literally. It's literally, yeah. Okay. So I guess I'm I'm just, I'm in the middle of this one because it's, because I, it's not that I don't 
disagree with people who do wear the t-shirts mm-hmm. and have the bumper stickers and stuff. I'm just not that type of person. So it's it's I think you just believe in a freedom of speech like constitutionally. Like you're not going to go out of your way I to just, be like I don't see a point in a bumper sticker. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And and not that I'm saying that people who do, you know, visibly But what about the ones their... that say my kid made honor roll? Prove it. so it's for me it's i'm torn because i don't i don't want to kind of condemn the girlfriend Mm -hmm. for visibly wearing her beliefs Mm -hmm. um but i also am not that person if somebody asked me i'm going to tell you what i feel and believe but other than that, I'm not out here trying to shove my beliefs down anyone's throat. Not that I'm saying bumper stickers are shoving our beliefs down people's throats. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know if it's I don't like, I don't know how I feel about okay, now my car is being vandalized. Right. But also I agree with you, I'm not gonna change or dumb myself down for because other people can't Right. You know what I mean? So I'm very I don't know. I don't know. Because I don't want to be like, take the bumper sticker off. Because if that's how you're feeling, feel that. Wear the shirts. Wear the bumper stickers. Yep. Do that. So it's it's not, I don't know. Because, you know, I'm not going to go out and get a bumper sticker that says right. one thing or the other. But I'm also not going to hate somebody who does. We just need a bumper sticker that says, like, what works for me might not work for you. And I'm okay with that. Where's that fucking bumper sticker? Like, do what the fuck you want to do. Right. This is feel your how life. Feel the fuck you want to feel. Because I will give your you my... feelings, your beliefs, and your opinions aren't right. affecting how have my we life. Not, how have we not societally come, come to, to that, that conclusion? Yeah. I don't fucking Thank know. you for using my fucking words. <laughs> like, how have we not come to that? Everything's turned political. Like, so now it's like, my beliefs, my thoughts, my feelings are affecting your life yeah. now. You know what I mean? They are. Yeah. Now they are telling us what we can and can't do with our bodies. Now they are telling us these things. You know what I mean? So I, it's just a fucking shit show. Yeah. I'm, I'm torn because there are a lot of aspects to consider or a lot of outcomes or perspectives, you know, because, yeah, I don't want to keep spending money because whatever. But then I'm like, move out. Well, do I own the house? Do I rent it? Do I lease it? When's my lease up? What's going on in terms of that? You know also, I mean? who's to say that's going to solve your problem? Right. There's always someone. There's always someone. There's always someone. Honestly, how do you convince your girlfriend? You don't convince her. You can argue for what you believe or what you're saying, just like that bumper sticker is. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I think that's the bumper sticker. I think that this is why this is costing us a lot of money. In the long run, it's going to cost us even more. Mm-hmm. We don't have the option or the ability to move. We need to figure this out. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, maybe be like, well, I own half of this car. <laughs> that is kind of a fair you, you argument. You can argue whether it's the passenger or the driver's side. Yeah. If you want to be symmetrical. <laughs> but So I think I really would just first love to know, like, why do you, what is... What is this meaning for you, or what is this doing for you? Because do you I know don't it's a bumper sticker, to... or was your girlfriend mean to someone in your building? Mm, that's a <laughs> great question. There's a lot. 
they did say since my girlfriend stuck a pro-choice sticker okay. on the bumper. I don't know. I'm curious about the response to this one. Yeah, I guess. Because I just... Okay, let's see. Yes. When it comes to adorning communal property, <laughs> homes, vehicles, toddlers, both parties should get veto power. Wait a second. Toddlers? Yes, children. People are we're not... Sh- you know what? Children. I'm not we're even going there. Children. Go on. Go on. She despises lawn gnomes. Get those pointy-hatted monstrosities off your grass. Same deal with a bumper. Explain that any slogans that get slapped on the back of your car should have bipartisan support. Mm. If invoking a sense of fairness doesn't sway her, appeal to her inner activist instead. Point out that the money you're blowing on repairs, cash you could keep if the sticker were gone, would be better spent supporting a group champion Championing, championing, championing. Yeah, the the cause. So I'm just gonna keep that in. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I like it. Yeah, I don't think we really got into like this is both of our cars. Well, we kind of did, but we decided that we were gonna split the car. (laughs) All right, passenger side. Yeah, but, because yeah. I'm gonna get pissed if my boyfriend goes and sticks any bumper sticker on the car. I Whether hate I bumper stickers. Just, Can I just right. put that out? That's there? what I'm saying. Like, like I think they're super tacky. Period. But yeah, like I don't. You do. I mean, your car. Sure, do whatever you want but to your our car. car. But our it's car. It's a discussion. Yeah. I don't care if my kid made honor roll. We're not putting that fucking right. bumper sticker on. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. match. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like that answer. I also love the appealing to their inner um activist activist yeah Yeah. i love that like let's put that money somewhere else yeah but if you can just supporting a cause for pro-choice yep instead of planned parenthood yeah but like also if you can go move somewhere a little bit more progressive like massachusetts i really don't think that's gonna matter it's not there's somebody everywhere on every corner yeah you're gonna encounter it doesn't matter even if you put even if it's not your car even if it's not your if car. If you put a pro-life sticker, somebody's going to vandalize it. Mm-hmm. It's true. It doesn't matter. It There's doesn't. always... You're going to run the risk. What Freedom of speech comes with a price. Absolutely. Unfortunately. Absolutely. And, you know, when we put out there what we want to put out there as a result of that amendment, right, we need to be okay. Right, because they also have freedom right. of speech. We need to be okay with what's coming to us, mm-hmm. you know? It's just, it's a fact of the matter. Yep. Another one? One more? I think we can do one more. Let's do it. Okay. Oh, moving up a year. 2017. Dear urban diplomat. Dear rural Democrat. Should I have told off a streetcar FaceTimer? I was taking the King streetcar home during rush hour the other day, and it was a cramped, sweaty nightmare. About 10 minutes into the ride, a young woman pulled out her phone and accepted a FaceTime call. She proceeded to have a 20-minute conversation narrating in R-rated detail a recent one-night stand. Oh, shit. Without headphones. (gasps) And there were kids on board. (laughs) A couple of people gave her the angry side eye, but I couldn't bring myself to speak up. Should I have said something? 
Signed, hot and bothered. <laughs> when you sign sweaty off nightmare. as hot and bothered, you kind of loved it, didn't you? Not when it was a sweaty nightmare mess on the oh, trolley. Okay. Fuck. What Should what did we I just say about freedom something? of speech? <laughs> That's the only thing that came to mind immediately. Should you have said something? But also, if, if common it, sense and common decency. Right. And Unfortunately, that's not as that common is not as prevalent. We, yeah, it's not. It's so annoying. It's not. Should you have said something? I think it's moot now because you're going to have to try to encounter this person again. But I don't think there's anything wrong. Ron, Ron, are you listening? Ron, stop. Ron, stop. <laughs> are they back together? I heard. <laughs> I don't know, but she's back on Jersey Shore. I saw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need to figure that out. I haven't watched it since it went off the air. Oh, that's like funny. years ago. Years so ago. I don't know about this family vacation shit, but I digress. Yeah. I think that if the situation is wrong, like in this case, there are children there. You don't need to talk, like be talking about someone's 40 inch dick. Explicitly, yeah. Like you don't need to be talking, like R rated detail. Right. Like I think you should be like, it's okay if you be like, Hey, there are some kids behind you, or there are kids on this train. Hey, girl, let me call you when I get home. You know, yeah. But like, as the person who's witnessing this, be like, hey, I don't know if you know, but like, maybe like cool it because there are some kids behind you. Yeah. You know, it's easier said than done, too, because it's really awkward to correct a stranger. Yeah. Yeah. For people, yes. Yeah. Not for me. Not for you. I'm saying something. Yeah. But like, it's, I I don't, should you have said something? So I feel like it's like, a little bit of an unwritten rule to like just like speakerphone in general in those types of settings in public yeah when like you're in, in a crowded types room of settings it's kind of just like okay let's you know be aware of our surroundings right like why does it have to be on speakerphone i agree i agree no one cares no one cares but on the other side of that sometimes we care and that's when you're talking the way that you're talking about a conquest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, especially if my kids here. Right. Yeah. And, and that's what I was trying to put my, or the shoes I was trying to fill. So like, if I was on that train, streetcar, trolley, whatever with my kid, I'd be like, whoa, can you fucking relax? But as the parent, I would be unruly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But as somebody who was a bystander had noticed that there were kids in the car. I would have been like, hey, maybe you There's should pull it. Yeah. Yeah. But should somebody have said something? I think so. I agree. There's kids there. There's kids you're, there. You're in a public setting. It's not like somebody's walking across your yard. You're at home. Right. And, you know, kids in the street can hear you talking. Yeah. I, I Honestly, I think like as a parent, I have say over what my kids get exposed to. Mm-hmm. not some stranger yeah untrained. i mean we can't control the public but right but like if i can help it but if you're right if you're clearly oblivious to your surroundings right then somebody should absolutely hey <laughs> right. by the way you're not the only person right hi you're clearly surrounded by people in fact we're touching i don't know how you missed that right we might have covid right. i don't know how you're oblivious those people that's Ugh. my pet peeve yeah Go for it. Okay. Anyone with an ounce of self-awareness knows that talking on the phone is a cardinal sin of commuting up there with leaving your bag on a seat or clipping your fingernails. Oh, yes. 
just talking on the phone in general when you're in a fucking train yeah that's what i mean there's kind of an unwritten rule no one cares donna yeah text them would rather hear ding every second than your voice but then that's a whole other story i'm not gonna bitch about texting i'm gonna bitch about you sitting here we'll put it on silent so that you feel the vibration i don't want to hear the ding either i mean we can't i'm gonna give you one star (laughs) facetiming in which not one but both sides of the conversation are audible tops my list of transit misdemeanors there's nothing prudish about asking a stranger two inches away from you to refrain from giving a sexual play-by-play you'd be justified in hushing them whatever the subject matter but i'd be surprised if your shaming swayed someone so brazen clippers gonna clip and gabbers gonna gab Players gonna play <laughs> and haters they gonna hate yeah ballers they gonna ball <laughs> Shot callers, they're gonna call. <laughs> we'll keep that in there. Yeah. I, yes. Pretty much what we yes, said. Yes, I hate the reality of it, but yes. Yeah, there's always that one. And, but the <laughs> other thing I was thinking about was what the rural democracy, <laughs> yeah. the, the urban brazen, diplomat. urban diplomat. <laughs> brazen hussy what the urban diplomat said was essentially that it would it wouldn't be met on friendly terms and i was thinking about that like i was thinking about that too anybody who's just so oblivious if someone and came up to me caring and they're on the phone talking about dicks in the middle of a crowded well, hold on kudos to you for getting it and that's it that's it that's the only kudos you're getting <laughs> i was gonna say sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think if someone argues with you on that it's because they're offended or they're embarrassed that well, you had to yeah, call them out. that's what i was saying that people that are just oblivious to their surroundings yeah. they're not going to be oh my god yeah you're right i'm so sorry i didn't know i was on a fucking packed train right with children on me so yeah i was also thinking that like if or when I have to tell someone, like, can you please not right now? They're not going to just like, oh my God, yeah, you're right. I'm so sorry. Right. Some might. Right. But people who grew up the way that we did. Yeah, I feel like the majority (laughs) is going to be like, what, excuse me? Excuse Sally, I'm calling you back. Yeah. Sally. And then we're fighting. That's her name. Yeah. And then I got to fight somebody in front of my child who just heard a conversation about DX. DX. So now I need to teach my child two lessons. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, those are some fun questions, but yeah, that's all I got. That I think that's the benefit of these shorter questions and answers I is know. that we can have a little bit more fun with them because yeah. there's not so much detail in them mm-hmm. that we can just like insert what we think. Yes. Because if you haven't listened to this podcast before, this is about us. Duh. You've and, been ill advised. Yeah. And you've by been welcomed bis. by the best. This is a snapshot into our our worlds. Literally. <laughs> I feel like any of our listeners have a good idea of what it would be like to date us. Either one of us. I don't know. I think mm-hmm. they have a better idea of what it would be like to date me. Mm-hmm. Because dating you, girl. It's like a carnival ride. No. No, because no matter how scared you are of a carnival ride, you like had a good time. Exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. No matter how <laughs> much you feared me, <laughs> you've had a good time. This ain't no fun house, bitch. 
<laughs> Before we get into a fight, you want to close this out? <laughs> Before I dick my own grave. <laughs> <laughs> send us your questions your comments all your concerns and advice on how to deal with my best friend to advise the podcast at gmail.com yeah aka your alcohol yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> catch up on all of our episodes at advisepodcast.com and on social media facebook instagram and tiktok all right ill-advised the podcast you're beautiful you're wonderful everything about you is fantastic tell that bitch to shut up and that bumper sticker wasn't meant for anyone but you and thank you for listening you've been ill-advised